Chanel. And Chris. And I'm so excited. Yes, welcome back. Woo woo. Um, so I just want to... I just want to say up front, I'm really excited to be doing this. And I'm such a cheese ball, but I'm so excited to be doing this with you. Um, but I also think I realized that I just got nervous. Like, this is real. And we have spent six months, six months planning and just to see it come to fruition and all the conversations. Like, it's so important to me. I want to make sure that we're doing it right. And yeah, no, it is. I, I'm ready. I am ready. I feel really aligned with this and willing to share my story. It's taken a lot of work yeah. to get to this form of vulnerability and courage. Um, but I'm also really grateful, too, to have a partner that um, embodies same, same, but different and that I can storytell with and share and connect and invite people to consider things. You know, so I love this process around these six months of the tug and the pull and redefining and recommitting to our vision statement and who you've been to around that to like make sure that we are staying in flow with that mission statement because we're really committed as much as we love being able to storytell and share this part of us and practice this level of vulnerability. We're really doing this, you know, for us first, but also in a space where we want you all to be able to do some work if, if you choose, you know, and, and use our stories as a, a platform where you can feel inspired uh, to create in your lives, no matter how tough and, and challenging that may be. Yeah, absolutely. We're starting this first episode, uh, The Truth, Yours, Mine, and the Actual, uh, because we want to practice uh, some of our commitment to you. Uh, we are absolutely not perfect and we don't have all the answers and mm. <laughs> we absolutely will not pretend that we do. So jumping right into the pool of vulnerability, what do we do with the truth? We hide! No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Okay, story time. All right, ready? Um, so in college, there was a boy... There's always a boy. There's always a boy. Okay, wait, wait. Just just so we're clear. He was a grown grown man. Excuse me. He was a grown man. Uh, there were no legal issues. Very, very legal. Grown, fully grown human. So there's no issues of concern. Um, just It's important to say that. I think now more than ever. <laughs> no matter gender, it's really important to say that. Consenting. Yes. Okay. Um, I love spending time with him. It was just great. We always laughed. We told ridiculous stories, had amazing inside jokes. We could be comfortable in like basketball shorts or like get dressed up, heels, makeup, the whole nine yards. We could go out to like shows or just make up dumb names at Starbucks like mm. we made people watching a whole sport like there were there was a framework and like it wasn't written down but you know there was it was it was a regular activity should be a sport it should, um, you know what I'm winning if pillow if pillow fighting can be a sport then right <laughs> people watching people should watching. be Definitely. um anyway we just we had a great time it was so it was so great it was almost magical um almost magical Ooh, say more so he had this like tiny, uh, tiny little flaw uh, where he wouldn't always show up or... I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> I digress. Keep going. No, I know nothing about that and we're not going anywhere there. Um, he just wouldn't necessarily show up, and you know, for plans and he wouldn't call to revise plans and sometimes he wouldn't answer uh, when I called to clarify the plans. And so that just made it really hard 
uh, to plan and think ahead or really come to trust him and mm. the substance of our relationship. So, And that's just no fun, even if you're just friends hanging out. Yeah, I mean, we were just friends. And I think it very much makes me think about like psychology. Like sometimes he would show up and sometimes he wouldn't. And so mm. I'm like Pavlov's dog and LaBelle and like, uh. you know, like, okay, sometimes he's there and when he's there, it was great. And when he wasn't, it wasn't. But there's one day, uh, my sweet, sweet friend, Stephanie, uh, we're, you know, just chatting after brunch or something in the dining hall and she's like hey what are you getting into this weekend and you know it was completely a normal question normally and I was like I'm not really sure I'm hanging out I might be hanging out with the guy and I don't I don't know if it was how I said it that day or um I've been talking about him too much or talking about it the situation in a way but she looks at me dead in the eyes she goes you know you deserve better than might show up right mm -hmm. oh Ooh. Yeah, I know. I'm like, yeah, girl, of course I deserve better. Because what else are you going to say right. when someone says, I think you're better than what you're getting? No, I think I should be treated. Like, of course. Well, in that moment, it's like, you know that, but knowing it makes no difference because you still want what you want. Well, and I, I just wanted him to be better. Mm. Like, it wasn't like it was made up in my mind. We had a great time together. We were laughing together and spending all the time together. And so, um, yeah, I didn't do my best because <laughs> um, I, I realized that I just started lying about hanging out with him. Um, oh. I wouldn't tell anybody that I was hanging out with him until like we'd actually hung out or like he was physically uh, closer. We were in the process of hanging out so that I couldn't be embarrassed because more than anything, I was just so embarrassed mm. by the whole process. Embarrassed that I couldn't figure out how to make this relationship work or couldn't figure out how to leave the relationship or just, I felt very stuck and, and I didn't want to not have the time that we spent together. And that's just no fun, even if you're just friends hanging out. Yeah, I mean, we were just friends and, and like, there was, I don't understand. Like, I don't, I, to this day, I don't understand what it was. Um, everyone has their own path and understanding and forward. And I think what was important for me was me, you know, mm, like yeah. the, the, the me part of it and how I was showing up. And, um, sometimes you have really good friends that call you out on it. So, uh, <laughs> shout out to those friends who listen well enough to like hear with the words that you say and like the, how that connects to what you deserve. Yes. And, uh, what's also just really important is the listening over time because you know know your character and then hear the words but then also be like that doesn't add up with what you said last week but i you know learned to stuff shame and guilt and confusion and just real good at compartmentalizing mm. so when you have friends that call you out it's really uncomfortable um and then how do you interact with them after that especially if they're like continue asking like what are you doing this weekend you lie mm, we do lie that's we right. lie you hide you run that's right i that's told right. you i was very honest upfront about the lying part right um i i lied mm. i got really good at telling stories and holding holding place in time around him so i would make it seem very casual like i wasn't doing anything or i would make up excuses about what i was doing with that time in the event that he would show up and if he didn't then i would do whatever the thing i told them i was doing and if he did i'd be like oh he just happened this job i know and good and well i'm a planner to the day my friends made fun of me in college i would plan a nap <laughs> like on the calendar plan nap time and so like i had my time planned um it, it was just you know it was like a slash it was hang out with him or 
not hang out with him, but I got really good at lying and it sucked. And yeah. I, it sucks doing that now. Ooh. Yeah, but I, I mean, kudos to you for sharing this, you know, boldly and vulnerably, right? Because I think, you know, even even in our trailer, right, we talk about showing up as as authentically as we can, you know, and so much back then, it was easier to hide and to lie and to kind of stifle your authenticity, right? So kudos to you for that right now in this moment and moments moving forward to where you're like, yeah, no, I want to be a champion for my authenticity. Yeah, yeah. it's, you know, it's an interesting thing that's really come up recently actually in therapy is like going back and making space and holding space for like your younger self mm. and while a lot of the work that I've been doing recently is about like my very young self like it also means my 18 20 year old self that you know thought she was grown and could figure out the world and just knew how to manage all of these things but you know just a lot of not knowing and I mean I think that was the biggest thing is like I couldn't figure out how to balance the truth of what my friend said and the reality that I did deserve more. Mm. Um, and the like almost opposite thought that we had such a great time together. And I also deserved the great time with him. Right. Um, yay boundaries. Yeah. Uh, and therapy. <laughs> yeah. This is so good because this is resonating for me in a way that I didn't think that this was going to apply to me in the current state. And I'm sorry to see this differently and, and newly. Um, with a current situation that I'm having, about it's come completely unexpected in this yeah. moment. Um, so lots of feelings in this moment, uh, but ultimately gratitude. Yeah. Um, because the way you're sharing in this moment uh, affords me the possibility of seeing my situation differently. Yeah. So I do want to share though um, that in opportunities that show up, you the the moments that I've really recently seen where you get to see yourself and see your growth. Um, mm -hmm. So I've recently uh, had a situation with a really dear friend of mine um, that hurt me to my core. It was surprising. Um, I, I felt mm, feel blindsided, mm -hmm. um, betrayed. Uh, really, really, and I think the hardest thing for me is like confused and just learning to sit in the sadness of it. Um, so I was talking to my friend Danielle and I was telling her about the story and all the details. And when I get anxious and nervous or excited, just I guess anything big feelings, mm. I talk faster. And she kept interrupting Chanel, and I was like, Chanel, I'm just I'm I'm like I'm gonna finish my point. What? What, Danielle? What? And she says. In this voice, I think she borrowed it from Stephanie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, she says in this voice, she goes, you know, this sounds a lot like the situation you had with someone else. She was so kind, but like firm in it, like her tone was like, you know, the tone of like good, bad news. Like, yeah, and this is the thing I don't want to tell you. And I, I don't want to hear it. So it was great that she didn't want to tell me because I don't want to hear it. Um, but it stopped me dead in my tracks. It it stopped me in my tracks. It literally knocked the wind out of me. It was like a gut punch. Like I was like, how dare you? <sighs> Thank you, Danielle. Because uh, I was not I was not very gracious uh, in the words that I shared with her after that. Because it was just like all of the the big feelings. Mm. It was awful. Like I wanted to throw up and like leave my skin and like my my left calf 
and me started tingling like it got cold and tingling like tell me how that makes any sense like I wanted to leave my body for a minute because I was just I just didn't in that moment like that incident have like the tools to process what she was saying and it was just like so shocking it was like you remember the ice bucket challenge yes it was just like oof, like all over and I I just didn't know what to do with that so um I graciously excused myself from that conversation graciously might be generous <laughs> <laughs> and I just had to go sit with it um I will say I'm very grateful for friends that not only tell you the truth but know your heart because she texted me a couple hours later and was like you all right and I was like I'm mm. sorry yeah yeah shout out to stephanie and danielle That's you. i was like i was a jerk but thank you she's like i know i know <laughs> you were she co-signed real quick <laughs> she's still being very honest she's That's always you. honest i mean you know growing up i really i was always so um concerned especially like when i was really young i switched schools a bunch of times we moved and I would be jealous of like friends that had known each other their whole lives or like lived in the neighborhoods and I was like I want one of those and like again just the the opportunity to reflect like I've known Danielle and Stephanie like most of my life mm -hmm. like Danielle and I went to high school together and Stephanie and I met in college and it's been a few years since college um so, <laughs> so just you know having those people that that walk with you and hold your hold your truth and hold your mess and, mm -hmm. and hold love and space for you and that consistency it's just it's, it's magic. It's, it's magic for that long time. It is. But she was right, you know? I mean, both of them were right. Like, that's mm. the truth in, like, seeing me and speaking truth to power and um, holding that place and, and not being as attached to it, especially when it comes to, like, heart things or, you know, the first situation, you know, friends. But maybe I might have been okay with us being a little bit more. And so maybe, you know, like, the romantic aspect of it maybe blinds you a little bit and... It's just, it's hard. And that's the, the reality, right? Mm. It's like, those were really big feelings. And I was sitting in the feelings trying to figure out how to process them. And my friend was telling me that like, girl, you need to process from the outside. Like you don't need to be in right. it trying to figure that out because, you know, I, I was focused on the feelings and she was focused on the way that I was being treated. And the reality is he was not somebody that was showing up as a good friend and I really can't imagine that he would have shown up as a good partner, but I just, that wasn't, I could not see that as clearly in that moment. Right. right. Yeah. Also, like, the blessing of having these girlfriends who are holding that that truth for you yeah. and, and willing to say it to you, you know, I mean, what is it, you know, that, that takes something. Right. But also there's a I imagine that for Stephanie and Danielle, not to speak for you also, y'all let us know in like the comments or somewhere, <laughs> you know, but like, I mean, you know, it takes a certain level of confidence in yourself and your relationship with this person to be able to, to speak the truth you yeah. know, and share that with them from a space of like, I love you. And I think that you are powerful and, and wonderful and deserving in a way that, yeah, you you shouldn't have to might or wait or should. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's I think that. We so in prepping for this, we got into a, a in, I don't even, I don't even think it was a debate, but just like an interesting perspective between us. Mm -hmm. Um, so for me, I said that Stephanie and Danielle were truth holders to me because everything that you just said, like they felt one, they as friends are gifts to me. Like, and I'm so, so, so deeply grateful, even in the moments where they sell me things that I don't love. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, just their words and, that time like the perspective of being truth holders for me right. you know that was just such a strong gift and 
being able to kind of get into it. I don't know where I was going. You would think you're just gonna have to cut that. Out. But I think this is good. No, so with what you're saying, it's it's good in this in the sense of, you know, whether you're, the people in your life are truth holders because they're holding powerful space and they're and they're speaking to truth in that space, you know, for you, or you know, if there's someone who just like just gonna tell you the truth and not worry about the space that you might be in, right? Or from my perspective, you know, I know that. I have, I have perspective that I want to share with people, right? And not saying that it's always the truth, you know, but in my mind, in the moment, it's my truth, but I will hold that sometimes mm -hmm. out of, out of fear of hurting their feelings. Um, so then I see myself as a truth holder, which is not the best and, or it's disempowering, right? And it's more of the nice version of me versus the kind version of mm -hmm. me that I'm learning to be this, this kind person that that, you know, is confident in the same way like a Danielle or Stephanie might be when it comes to like understanding their, who they are in their relationship and the strength that your relationship has to withstand hearing the truth. Yeah. And then you have the maturity, right? There's so much maturity in all of this. Like you have the maturity to come back and be like, yeah, I kind of, I wasn't that nice to you about it, you know? And then she's still holding truth and she's just like, yeah, no, you weren't. You know? <laughs> But I, no love lost, yeah, you know, and no. that, there is a maturity in that, which I am, I am growing into. Yeah. I think the, the interesting thing for me, um, there are a lot of interesting things, but, uh, it's just the, the ways in which that we built those relationships over time and the kind of the little, almost like tests along the mm -hmm. way. You know, you kind of, hey, girl, how do I look in this? And you're like, I know I look like, mm, but I, I want to wear whatever I want to wear. And so right. just the small moments along the way or, you know, hey, should I do this or should I get that thing? You know, you're out shopping. I feel like we're always shopping, especially at Target. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. Future sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always those moments, those tiny little moments where you're learning to trust and learn each other's voices. And, and it's that shared space, the, you know, for them to feel empowered to say something, but also for me to create the environment to receive what it is that they're saying. Mm. Um, you know, and I think it's, it's really easy for me to kind of downplay my part of it. You know, it's like I always want to kind of hold space and make space for other people. But the reality is like in order to have a truth teller or a truth holder is, and, and it to be the safe space, you have to cultivate the relationship where mm. Danielle knew she could text me a couple hours later. Well, one that she knew that I needed a couple hours, um, but then to text me a couple hours later and be like, we good? You good? You all right? <laughs> you know, and so just, um, again, that space mm -hmm. and like the, the relationship, it just speaks so much to it. And, you know, I now from both of them feel stronger in our relationship because of this experience where I think, you know, the idea of withholding the truth and, and feeling wanting to be nice versus kind, like, does that really serve you or the relationship? Right. It's disempowering all the way around, you know, but this also makes me think about just young people in our lives, right? You know, as an uncle of 10 amazing individuals, 10, 10, 10. yeah, I'm, I'm one of six kids. Um, <laughs> so uh, I don't have any children of my own, but I, uh, yes. but and, uh, even, even more why I love getting to spend time with them, you know, yeah. and I think about the youngest nephew that I have, um, in our, in our family is seven years old and he oh, is such a good age, such a good age, you know, and he's such a wonderful truth teller to, to the point where he doesn't even like, it's just so natural and organic for him. He doesn't know that he's doing it, do you know? Um, yeah. and, and I, I know like even from this idea of like maturing, right. You know, being able to, what is it like to hold space for him? 
you know, and to celebrate that his ability to, to say the truth, you know, um, and rather than like make him small or quiet him because I, I get to be this authority figure in his yeah. life, right? Versus like, you know, looking at him in the same way that, you know, Danielle and Stephanie looked at you and say like, I need to uplift that voice and empower this person, you know, so they know that they're more than enough. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to the young people in our lives who are truth tellers too. Make space for them, please. Yeah. Well, and, and again, you know, putting on my youth development hat, like how that the two-way relationship of like really nurturing that and, right. you know, you've said it, but like, I just like underscore, like nurture that. So they continue telling the truth and, you know, what are the ways in which sometimes our reaction hinders people's ability to, to show up fully or, you know. And even just to be able to come back, you know, like both you and Danielle, you know, it's, it's almost like a sport in a sense, right? That like, you know, sports are always better and more exciting because you're playing with and or against somebody, yeah. right? And so in the in the sport of truth-telling, if you will, right, this idea of Danielle being able to volley something to you, right, you being able to, you know, just come back like Serena and, you know, have yes. have all these feelings, you know, back <laughs> at her and then her to be able to take some time, right, and have this intermission uh, in a way that, you know, she can come back and, and volley and say, like, are you good? Are we good? Are you okay? Like, what's going on, you know, and it's, it's the, that engagement and the flow of all of that, where I know, especially with young people, I've done this, I've had happen to me, whether it's me as a young person in age or like me with elders now, yeah. you know, where, because this idea of authority, they will, they will stifle hearing your truth. Yeah. Right. You know, but I think we all know that that, that age old phrase, right? The there's three truths, mm. right? There's your truth, my truth, and then the truth, right. you know? And so like, how do we, in, in these moments, like how, how did you find yourself? Cause you had your truth in that moment, right? With Stephanie and Danielle, and then they had their truth. And then how do you navigate to get to this point where you're looking at it from not them, not you, just what is. Yeah. I think one of the things that I'm really having to come to grips with and just sit in, which is not a thing I love doing, is, um, well, and challenging just this idea, this perception that I had growing up, it was very much a, like, be independent, manage your own stuff, like, don't be a burden on anyone else, don't um, put yourself in a position to need other people, like, just mm -hmm. be really self-contained and, and be on your P's and Q's with immigrant parents like it was mm. just like be on top of your stuff like yeah. you know just manage manage your stuff and like no one else is gonna do it like right. you, you're not waiting for anyone to come save you or manage your stuff so it was just like hold all my stuff together but um just this idea that and it 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 feels like a more recent concept to me but this idea of community and community healing mm. Um, there's so much about like real self-care, the like meditation, the like movement. I mean, everything. The therapy. Every, oh yeah, that too. I was talking about all the stuff you do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, therapy helps, yes. but also the body work and yeah. like, like the real self-care, but it feels like that got, uh, celebrated and lifted. You know, I think it just became a fun buzzword so much so that I, the idea of community care or community healing mm. feels like a more like recent revelation and de and deeply uncomfortable for me. Like I love my people, but the idea of that I need other people to heal, like beyond my therapist who I pay to like be there, like what? Yeah. Um, Cause it's so much, even like when you bring up like my body work therapy, something that I always try to coach 
my clients that I'm all really grateful for. It's like, yes, it's really huge that you're coming to this table and you're doing this work and it's holistic and it has to be collaborative with the systems in your body, but also it has to be connected and collaborative with what you're doing outside of these sessions. Yeah. Do you know, so I mean, you, you, I think you beautifully just spoke to that, right? Yes, you do the work of therapy and that is phenomenal. It's really great work and it continues beyond that space. Right. Well, and I, I just had to admit, like really sit with myself that as much as I try to be really introspective and really detail oriented and like, you know, maybe even so too much so that the, the reality is there are just blind spots and like mm. there's parts of myself that I can't see and won't ever be able to see. I mean... You know, it's, it seems like such a simple concept, but the, like the reality that like you never actually see your own face. Mm. Like I was, I don't even, I don't even remember where that concept first came up for me, but like, it was just like a, such a like time standstill kind of moment. Like, and then I was like, what do you mean? I feel like it, no, you see a mirror, you see a phone, you see, you know, water, you see, if you're like me, car doors, adjusting all the things before you walk into wherever, you know, like you know, the big mirrors and, and windows walking by, you're checking your reflection, but you never actually see your own face. And the idea that in the same way that I use these things to see myself, that I use and am grateful for my friends to see myself, like, mm. Mm, I'm so grateful for them, but that means a level of interdependence and reliance that I am learning to become comfortable with. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I so appreciate that because my perspective around that is like we don't, you know, we're always out experiencing things, right? And and our society positions that very strategically that we're experiencing stuff, whether it's television, whether it's social media, right? I mean, even podcasts, you know. And so it's this idea that you know we don't we don't experience ourselves the way that other people experience us. Yeah. And so what does it look like to hold space to allow those people to have? you know, a say so, especially when those people are super that you trust, right? I think there's a, there's a recipe of importance that go in because if it's just someone that you don't have an established healthy relationship with, or one that you're building healthy relationship with, then, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But beyond that, you know, what is it like to hold space for those people to allow you to tell you about yourself again, because they're experiencing you in a way that you don't have to, or always get to experience yourself. Yeah. You know, it takes a lot of work to really listen to yourself and to experience yourself. You know, I think that's one of the things I love about this podcast, uh, you know, and that the fact that we chose to do video aspect, you know, for all the other reasons around it, but also like this is an experience of ourselves that we that we will have to and get to. Right. I mean, like because we'll, we'll, editing and things like that, like there's this have to we'll see each other, but it doesn't mean that we get to really absorb who and how we're being in these moments. Yeah. So why not lean into those those trusted sources like a Stephanie, like a Danielle, or like my seven-year-old nephew. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I think, I'm, period. <laughs> Actually, that was an exclamation, but period and an exclamation. Yes. Well said. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, let me ask you this. This day and age, after this experience, right now as you sit, how, how do you define truth, especially knowing that there's this age-old phrase, you know, um, yours, mine, and then the truth? especially in consideration of the community that you have around you. Yeah. So I think if you'd asked me a while ago, I would have said something about like the, the recounting of facts of a situation, mm. right? You know, like uh, an impartial view of a situation and something commonly agreed upon, right? Like right. other people would say the same thing. Um, 
but really you know i think you made a good point and like his hers and the truth or you know one side the other side and then the actual truth is it just the layers of perspective mm. um and i think that's one perspective from the various people in the situation but then especially with the passing of time your own perspective on a situation so like it's kind of like a peer-to-peer -peer, but then like a the the knowing the growth of how that layers into the truth of a situation i mean you know memory is probably one of the most i mean that's why they always talk about like court cases and stuff like memory and witness accounts are always questionable because you constantly are revising it right um and so it's like truth like from that perspective it's it's hard because it feels really elusive when you're talking mm. about like perspective and all of the experiences or what frame of mind were you in when you first had the experience to even encode the truth yeah you know so there's just so many layers to it but I don't know, what, how would you define it? Well, I, I think, you know, you. so in hearing you, I think really what I'm getting is like this important of reflection in all of that. So when you hear their truth, when you know your truth, and then you're trying to discover the truth around that, right? What the, the importance of sitting with that and reflecting, I think it's just so important. So for me, you know, I, I now in my life, I have to define truth by feeling you know, and, and reflection. That is so uncomfortable. It is so uncomfortable. But it is, <laughs> my, my feelings have become like, shout out to all the men who don't know their feelings. Cause I am a reformed one or like trying to be at least, you know, it just, it, and my, and I shout you out as an invitation of just whether despite gender, but yes, for the men, I think all the ladies are like, yes. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I, um, like allowing myself to sit with the feeling, especially if, I really, again, feelings, if I really care for somebody and someone's saying something to me that in the moment is heart, hurtful, I have to leave a certain percentage of like, are they, are they right? Am I not seeing something about myself? Yeah. Like, why did that hurt me? You know, and this is a trusted source. This is someone that I've loved, you know, even despite how long I've known them, do you know, for you, right? We've only known each other for a little over a year, yeah. right? But I'm, and I'm constantly giving invitations, like, tell me, like, if you hear me mansplaining, like, please let me know, because yeah. I'm still learning, right? Um, and, and, I, and I want to, but you be, I invite that because you are a trusted source, right? Yeah. And so it doesn't mean I'm not going to be nice about it when I hear it, you know, I'm not going to have feelings, right? But I also know, you know, to my core that you will hold space for me, yeah. right? You would be my Danielle. You would, you yeah. would give me two hours, not to push that on you, but I just, in the <laughs> You know, I, two hours later, you know, that you, that you would, you would, you would do that for me. So for me, truth has to connect to a feeling yeah. because if it's too much in my head, then that's where like, to your point, it's perspective. It could be story. It could be all those things. And if it does, if I don't feel it in my body, then it's just, it's just not true. Have you been talking to my therapist? <laughs> <laughs> We're working on sitting and feeling. Um. Yeah, well, yeah, so, and I love it. I love that, you know, I love through these experience with Stephanie, right? And, you know, take out the guys and all that. But Stephanie and Danielle, through them telling you the truth, you've been able to come to more of your truth and how you want to show up and the type of relationships you want to have and who you really are and what you deserve. Well, and I'm... I will say just really grateful for those two opportunities and, and being able to connect them to each other mm. because, you know, the first situation I lied and was embarrassed. I stuffed, stuffed shame, guilt, all of those things compartmentalized and like just 
like I can't even tell you like which looking back on it it's kind of crazy but like the level of internal turmoil like that evolved me is like honey what were you doing mm. you know but like but that same voice now when Danielle says it I'm like oh okay we're doing something about this and like there are boundaries there's you know also like talking about it you know the first time I didn't talk about it to anybody you know I just because I didn't feel like I could. Because yeah. they're all going to tell me that I shouldn't have been in it. But now, this time, I'm like, I talked to you. I talked to my therapist. I talked to my mama. Right. I, I talked to Danielle. I'm like, all right, guys. We need to fix this. And there are boundaries. And, like, weird accountability. And I really appreciate the moments where you let me interrupt a meeting or, you know, our conversation. Just be like, oh, this sucks. I'm not okay right now. But I'm still maintaining the boundaries, yeah. which is different. And so I think just... It's hard for me to just own that that is growth. You know, that is the evolution. That is what am I doing with the truth, mm. you know, and how am I treating and respecting the truth tellers? Because, you know, the thing about it is it's funny because I called Stephanie before we were um, doing this to make sure that I could mention her. Um, and thanks, Stephanie. Um, <laughs> um, and she was like, I don't even remember that. Oh, She's oh. like. Sure. I, that totally sounds like something I would have said. And, yeah. it, and it's just very, like, anybody who knows Stephanie, it's a very on-brand Stephanie thing to do. But it's it's not hers. It's yeah. not her reality. That wasn't her moment. She did what she was supposed to do. She said the truth yes. and she kept it moving, which I think is the, also for you, going back to the, the truth holding, mm. like, when does it become a bigger thing for you in the holding than it ever was supposed to be for the person receiving it? Oh. 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 That feels a certain way. Um, there's This is good because there's a lot coming up for me in this moment and just realizing, you know, how how many times we have to experience something before we are uncomfortable enough or small enough that we're willing to give it up. Yeah. You know, and so I, and I'm learning how to like celebrate all the things. Like I have this like celebrate your wins, celebrate your wins. But oh, like I know. <laughs> you know, especially the little ones, like the little things are everything, right? And if yeah. you, know, you heard that, it's right on a pillow somewhere or in a book, you know, on a, <laughs> it's a bookmark, <laughs> you know, um, so, but I, you know, in that, like, it's, it's also really great that it, you know, two, it took two experiences for you to get and to unravel like this part this aspect of life you know yeah. and now it's just it spills and creates this abundance around connections to friends right and like you have this deeper connection with stephanie and danielle right but a deeper connection with yourself yeah right? which is so important right it drives you to even demand more especially from you know a romantic counterpart yeah you know and like what is this going to look like you know in the future when that person is here and now you've done all this work and you get to have this this really great relationship. We had a conversation probably last summer, okay. maybe end of summer. And you asked me a question, what does it mean to show up authentically? Mm. And I was nicer to him because, you know, and we haven't been in the trenches as long, but I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like stunned silence, like offended. I was like, Oh God, I don't want it. I don't want it. But it, that one question, which I tie the authenticity to the truth and telling mm. the truth to myself and being comfortable in telling the truth to myself, it has literally changed. Like that question in the moments where I invite that question into various situations, it has changed the course of my life. Mm. Like it has changed how I show up in so many of my relationships and it is changing even my desire to show up in relationships. Um, 
but the idea of first telling myself my truth mm. um my truth about myself to myself you know and so even you know like what is my responsibility in this work like yes i'm grateful for stephanie and danielle but did I show up for myself that I could have even like, did I just miss it? You know, was that the universe's way of being like, Hey girl, I've been trying to tell you. Right. <laughs> and I was just like, la -di -da -di -da, don't want to hear. And then you have to have like people that tell you, and I'm grateful that it was like people that love me as yes. opposed to like some of those hard lessons. But yeah. What does it mean to show up authentic authentically and like live your truth, not mm -hmm. just receive it or hear it or perceive it or feel it, but live it. Like that is just, next level of truthing and it's an uncomfortable question when you say that. it is but i also think you know so much of what you just said what it's giving me right now is that you know there's the layers of you know invitations to start that that journey so to speak of discovering what your truth is you know because especially i think growing up in the culture that we grow up i don't i say i think but like i know growing up in the culture that i grew up in you know embarking on 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 something for yourself was selfish mm. focusing on self was selfish you yeah know? And, and now as adults we we have this opportunity we get to do the work and and to your point like the universe will find ways to you know give us sometimes you know subtle gentle but also sometimes really abrupt messages of like <laughs> hey go this way go this way yeah. you know and and whether we listen or not will depend on like how often it keeps repeating itself you know, so yeah, so I think I think that's a really good point to phrase it to you all. What does it look like to begin your journey with truth? And what does it look like to start to, you know, discover what, what truth means for you, what truth feels like for you, uh, who are the truth holders and tellers in your life? Yep. I think you can tell. I, I'd like to believe that for all the people that I held back the truth, I think they they experience or feel my smallness or something that's up, you know, and um if you do, let me know in the comments. I love you all. Um, <laughs> you know, but I, you know. We're in, all a work in progress. We're all a work in progress, you know, but it, to your beautiful point earlier, it has to begin with us and we have to be willing to step on the court, you know, if you will, um, if we're going to play the game. Because otherwise we're just in the stands looking down at our lives, wondering, you know, why didn't I take that shot? Why yeah. didn't I do this? You know, and, and being in the stands versus on the court is a very different experience. Oof. You know. And perspective. And perspective. That's yeah. one, right there. I think there's a lot to chew on there. Yeah. Uh, so what is the truth? Um, who are the truth tellers? Mm -hmm. And don't forget to include yourself. And like, I think too, like, what is the truth for you? Like, there's definitions out there. You know, I think even in this, we are word people. We like words. And, you know, we did. We looked up the, the etymology and the, the history of truth and definitions and all that stuff. But I think how organically this is coming through, it's important to really focus on like, what does truth mean for you? But not because you think you know already, more because you've sat with it and you felt it. Even the idea of like knowing makes no difference. It's like what you do with that knowing, right? So you had two experiences that you graciously are sharing with this podcast, yep. you know, that where you knew you deserved more, you know, but you also knew you didn't want to hear that from people, right? And and the, the difference that that knowing, the action that you took was to initially just to lie, Right. And to and to not share it because you did, felt embarrassed. Yeah. Right. And so there's action there. But does that action lead to something empowering? Right. And you might know that you deserve better, but you're you're not doing anything to get better. Right. Until, yeah. until now. Right. And now you are now all that you're doing to get better, you know, is is layered and complex. Right. But 
worth it, I imagine. Yeah, it's it's so much easier. Again, I think you talked about like seeing yourself earlier, but it's so much easier to see myself. And, and while it doesn't feel good, I don't have to lie to myself. And mm. I think that was a hard part because it like literally there was no universe where the compartmentalized shame, guilt, and then my friends knowing that I deserve better. And then the weird aspects of it was great when we were together, but I always questioned if we would actually get to the hangout. Like there's no universe where all of that existed in peace yeah. and, or love, like quite frankly. And, uh, it just led to a divided me. And that, again, wasn't how, I didn't have the language for it then, but it wasn't how I wanted to show up then. And it definitely wasn't, I mean, clearly, because I couldn't, I couldn't tell anybody yeah. that that was the reality, but it's definitely not how I want to show up now. And so I'm grateful for these moments where I can see the growth because, you know, you do all this work and you sit in therapy and you read all the books and you have the conversations and blah, 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 blah. But like when push comes to shove, when you get tested or when the opportunity arrives for you to demonstrate that growth the know the action behind the knowing you know like what do you do with it and I think if I'm completely honest it wasn't it wasn't even so much Danielle telling me the truth like I mean I think the initial sting is kind of like ripping off of me and you're like ha you know like okay I wasn't expecting that but the the freak out was I now have to move mm. I know that she's telling the truth and I now have to move into a posture that I don't want to mm. you know and and it's not even that I didn't want to, it's the uncomfortableness of, of changing the boundaries yeah. of changing, you know, the perspective and, and how we operate and change is hard, good, bad, or indifferent. Even if you want it, you embrace it. Change can just be challenging. And that, yeah. that's the reality of like the truth and what, yeah. Yes. And yes, and yeah. you now get to put situations or you know circumstances in place to respect yourself more yeah what i would love to hear from you at this point is like what encouragement and advice might you have for people who might be where where you're at right now i started with why <laughs> <laughs> just go with that <laughs> i gave you all the gems in the beginning lie <laughs> <laughs> So I think it's, I think you mentioned earlier a phrase about like being small and I think getting in touch with yourself is just incredibly important through this process and, you know, various situations that have happened in therapy and on all of the work the last couple of years, I'm learning to bring all of me into one place. Mm -hmm. So mind, body, spirit, thoughts, feelings that I like to compartmentalize, putting them all in one place and, and doing that has caused me to be accountable to myself and really acknowledge how certain experiences have felt or, you know, I'm very dramatic when I was talking about like my, my calf and me lighting up or mm. just wanting to leave my body. Like those are all signs for me now that like something's not right mm. and that I don't want to be in that space. And, and the situation when I was in college, I learned to, and it wasn't even graceful. Like it was not like if you'd been in my, in my dorm room, it was like, what is this emotional hot mess and like how is she showing up? But like, I want to have more peace in my life. And so mm -hmm. what does it mean in sitting in the truth and sitting in the accountability and, and moving forward is like, what does it mean to just find your flow and move into more peace? And that probably mm -hmm. sounds really like, oh, she's got there. But like, literally it is, I mean, sometimes it is minute by minute, yeah. you know, like it's not even hour by hour, day by day. It is like minute by minute. It's like, okay, I have the capacity to lay in the hallway right now. And so that is what I'm going to do. Like, mm -hmm. Okay, and this feels like more peace in my mind and my body, 
or I don't have the capacity to talk about that right now. And so that's what it means for me to show up and acknowledge the truth, like and move forward in it. Like I'm, I am not good at the sitting. I'm learning to, to do it. I literally joked about this. I struggled to get through a 12 minute meditation. It took me an hour, <laughs> like, but I'm learning to sit in it and just like, trust it minute by minute. Like, what is it that my body and is telling me and how does it, and, and check in with myself. Mm. How does it feel when I am there? If that doesn't feel like a good thing, then maybe we need to leave it. Mm. Um, but before just running, like, why doesn't it feel good? Because you're not being honored or because it's uncomfortable. And mm. that is the follow-up that I have to do with myself of like, okay, this isn't a place you should be or like we're running, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so just, again, kind of acknowledge like where you want to go. And I think for me is like the person that I want to be, like the kind of overarching vision of like, I making a commitment to move into more peace. I'm not, it's not a straight path. I don't have it mapped out despite the fact that I would really love to. It's not. And so it's literally minute by minute. This feels more peaceful. This feels more love. This feels more truth, light, love, honesty, like, and that is the cue. Yeah. And so much of what you're saying, it just I'm hearing like, just try it on for size. Like just try, try connecting with yourself, your body, your your emotions, your thoughts, like, and not compartmentalize those things or separate them, right? Or or not dismiss or avoid something within yourself or something around you, like really come into yourself and and be with that from the space of what, where's my peace? Let yeah. me discover, you know, have the inquiry, become self-aware. And there's a lot that goes into it, but I think just initially what I'm hearing you say is like, just try. Yeah. And, and what does peace mean to you? How do you start defining those things in a way that you can start to kind of pull on some of these these threads and hope to create this really strong tapestry of this individual that you will get to be? Yeah. Period. I think this is, a, to your point, a really great place to put it a pause and just invite y'all to consider what does it look like to to sit in truth yeah. and, and to acknowledge even to yourself that who are the truth tellers who are the truth holders and what does truth feel like to you uh and then what do you get what do you get from that truth you know when you're willing to absorb it who do you get to be or how do you get to be as a person yeah we're so glad that you were able to join us today yes we look forward to sharing more of uh same same but different with you and having more of these conversations we also can't wait to continue the conversation in the comments on social media yeah, yeah. See y'all soon. Bye. Ciao. Like, subscribe, and share the podcast. Thanks.